right? So much of, I think what holds us back is just our own thoughts. And when we create new beliefs that anything is truly possible, it completely expands the possibilities of what we can create in our life. Hi, and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all of the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada. After 19 years of working with patients to help them take on better habits for health and wellness, as well as a year of personal monthly habit challenges, I've learned how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So I'm getting intentional about my habits and routines, and I'm hoping to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall your own best self. Today's episode is episode 166 of the Improvement Project podcast, and today I want to welcome a special guest back to the show. Kelly Youngman is a life coach and Broadway performer living in New York City. She works with clients one-on-one and inside her program, The Performer's Plan, to have everything they want in life through worthiness. Her favorite things currently include her partner, Steve, eating delicious food and long walks through Central Park. You may remember her from episode 130, where we discussed creating a great morning routine. And she is also, of course, my wonderful coach, who I've been working with for more than six months on my ongoing journey to be a better human. Kelly, welcome back to the show. Hello. Oh my gosh. I'm cracking up at that because I forgot I wrote that about my favorite things. I sound so cheesy, but it's true. I love walking through Central Park. Well, I love that that's one of your favorite things because it sounds so elite to me that you can be in New York City and walk in Central Park. I've only ever been to New York City one time. Okay. Well, that's going to change in the near future. You have to come visit. I would love that. All right. Um, I'm so excited that you're here again, as always, and I've shared with my listeners that I have been working with a coach and I know that they met you back in episode 130 last December when we chatted, but I would love it if you could share with us a little bit about your story, what you do and what you are passionate about. Yeah. So I am a life coach. I help people get over their stuff so they can go out and do all of the big things they hold in their heart. Right. So much of, I think what holds us back is just our own thoughts. And when we create new beliefs that anything is truly possible, it completely expands the possibilities of what we can create in our life. So I became a coach. I started actually as a nutrition coach and I was working with people really on sort of their nutrition and wellness, but looking at it from a very whole person approach. And then I realized like, wait a second, there's so much more here than just nutrition. And I just realized that on my own journey as a performer, as a human being, everything changed in my life when I believed it was possible for me to have the things I wanted. Like what a concept, right? Like, but sometimes we don't realize that like, we really can have everything. We start holding beliefs that that's like for other people, but not for us. And so when I kind of lifted that curtain for myself, everything changed, like everything, everything, everything. So now I'm just so obsessed with like helping people find that for their own and realize that truly whatever you want in your life is possible. Anything. 
You mentioned when that curtain lifted and you talked about when I realized. So you yourself work with a coach. Is that what started the process for you? Or how long have you been on this journey of sort of self-realization and self-awareness? Yeah. So I would say that I have been doing this sort of like self-improvement work really since like back in 2015, I got introduced to it through the secrets and you are a badass, probably like many other people who are already in this space. Right. But I really went on this journey when I decided I was going to be on Broadway and I manifested that Broadway debut within less than six months. And it was like such a wild transformation because I just started being really intentional about my thoughts and beliefs. So I've kind of used this for myself in my everyday life for a long time, but I started working with a coach during the pandemic. And honestly, it's what helped me really launch my business, create my online program, the performers plan. And it's really like 10 X my results. I think that that's one of the best things about working with a coach is that like, yes, of course we can try to do this all on our own. Like, of course we can. But working with a coach helps you see things in a new way. It helps you think new thoughts. And then you get to just like bust through it all like so much faster versus getting kind of stuck in the cycle of how your brain wants to operate. And we get to like push it to think differently. I love this. And it's 100% true. And um, obviously this is something that I'm going through currently. I've been working with you. And one of the things I've benefited uh, by working with a life coach, working with you is examining my, first of all, knowing that I have thoughts, right? Yes. <laughs> then, then examining my thoughts and really getting curious about what they are and then creating better habits around what I think regularly. So I'm just wondering if you can offer any more insight into how life coaching can help people change their thought habits, just because we bring it back to habits for this podcast. And I think that it's really an interesting concept to think about what you think about is a habit. Uh, yeah, right. Like our whole lives operate on the beliefs that we have, right? Like the things that we prioritize, the things that we feel are like important to us, things we want to accomplish. All of that comes back to like the beliefs we hold about what's important. And those beliefs come from the thoughts that we keep thinking regularly, right? Like beliefs are just thoughts we keep thinking. So that really just means that we get to create any belief we want to have. So if you want to believe like I can go out and do, I don't know, make $10,000, right? Like all you need to do is create the thought. Like I am the person who can do that. Like it's inevitable for me. Like you get to start shaping your beliefs or your thoughts to create the beliefs you want to have, which then inform all of the actions you go out and take right? Like, and I know you're already familiar with this and I'm sure your listeners are because you're such an expert with habits and sharing all of this with them. But truly like when you are thinking you're someone, even just the thought, like I can do this changes how you approach something versus when you're thinking like, this is going to be really challenging. Like it just feels different in your body. And I think that working with a coach just helps you one, like you said, discover what your thought patterns are and then be curious and willing to change them. Like it's a practice. It just takes time and practice to be willing to invest energy in changing your thoughts. Because when you change your thoughts, you can change your entire life. I love this so much. One of the things that I think people are curious about, because I was curious about it at the beginning, and I'm still curious about it in general, 
I've, I've often described it as I really love to scratch the itch of what makes me tick, what makes me the way I am and what makes other people the way they, they are. And so I'm always curious about how do people get into certain thought patterns to begin with? Like the habits that I have as an adult, and I guess probably it's fairly obvious to me, but maybe it's not fairly obvious to everybody. Can you sort of speak to what is it that gives people the habit thoughts that they have? What are the things that contribute? Oh, I think it's like everything, right? Everything in our environment, the TV we watch, our parents, our friends, the people around us, like literally everything informs, like we're a sponge, like, right. Ever since like being a born, being a baby, right. Everything we're absorbing is just information we're taking in from the environment around us. So I think like school has a lot to do with it. Your upbringing, your culture, your religion, like so many things shape who we become just because of what we're hearing over and over and over. So that's why, yeah, it, I think it's everything. Well, and then people kind of get to that place and I've been here. Well, this is just the way it is. And then mm-hmm. it's kind of life. Well, it is life changing. It's life altering to then have this realization that you can think something else. It's yes, pretty, fa- pretty fantastic. And, and this is exactly what I've been working on with you and what you're describing is what life coaching is. It's like, we get to decide. Yes. A hundred percent. You always have a choice. And that's the thing, right? I think a lot of us and myself included, like I used to believe like, all right, well, this is just what my life's going to be like. This is the circumstance I was born in. And I just struggle with money and I'm always going to struggle with money, right? Like all of these thoughts are just our thoughts, because that's what our current experience or past experience has been. But what we forget sometimes is that we get to create our future based on the thoughts we're thinking today. So that's why it's so important to then realize you can be intentional about it because anything that you're experiencing in your current day-to-day life is just the result of the thoughts you were thinking yesterday and the day before that. So that's like, I think one of the most fun things is that literally Anyone can change their life once you change your thoughts. Oh my goodness. It sounds so simple. And because, (laughs) because I like to make it simple for my listeners. Now, obviously I think that it would be amazing if every human could work with a life coach based on my experience, having worked with a life coach, but for those who are just getting started or aren't quite ready for that yet, can you give a few tips that people can do in terms of changing their habits around thoughts? Ooh, yeah. What could people start with? I think they could start really with just awareness. Like, I feel like awareness is the most essential part. Like just start listening to your thoughts and even further than listening to your thoughts, notice how you're feeling, right? Like notice how your thoughts are creating your feelings. Notice how your feelings are like affecting your thoughts. Like it's all connected. So like, if you're really feeling crappy in a situation that often makes you feel crappy, like just get curious. Like what, what is the thought? What is the sentence I'm saying in my head? That's like allowing this to become the feeling that I'm experiencing. Um, so yeah, really just starting to pay attention. And I say this, like we have to do it without judgment. Like we have to be willing to get curious, but also not add on all that extra guilt and shame of like, I'm doing this wrong. This isn't the right thought I should be thinking. I'm such a bad person. Like, no, you're just human, like totally normal. Nothing's gone wrong. 
but we get to like, just start being aware. And then like, you can start making little shifts. Like I love affirmations and I love saying things to myself all the time. And I think it, it can be fun to just play with like, well, what's a thought that feels really good? Like what makes me feel really joyful? Like something I've been saying to myself in the mornings lately is just like, wow, the sun came out like just for me. Yay. (laughs) And I've noticed that like, every time I just think that, even though it's like a split second thought, it really just shifts my energy into like excitement about the day, gratitude, like all of the things that I know you already talked about and share with your listeners, like all of that's so important. And it really can just like come back to one little thought. Like it's just one little thought. I'll just share with my listeners something that happened for me when Kelly introduced me to this idea and we started working together is that I would first of all, start to notice that I was having thoughts. And if I had a thought as we often do, especially when it's just been a habit, that's a negative thought, or if it's not empowering, or if it's just a terrible thought, I would notice the thought. And then I'd be like, huh. And then I'd be like, that doesn't serve me. And it doesn't do anything for me. And then I would just get curious about, okay, well, what would be in a more empowering thought? What would be a thought that would actually be more functional in this situation? And then I practiced it that way. So I think that that's a a good way to start as well. Yes. I love that so much. And that's the thing, right? Is like, it's not going to change overnight. I mean, it could, but most of the time we're attached to our thoughts and beliefs. That's why we keep thinking them, right? Like that's been our pattern. So as long as it's taken to build those thoughts, right? Like you're going to have to practice. So it's like, yeah, get up every day, look at yourself in the mirror and just say like, I'm freaking awesome, (laughs) right? Like I'm awesome. And it might not feel like, like, especially authentic the very first time you say it, but if you keep letting yourself hear it and think it and believe it, it's only going to be a matter of time until it becomes one of your beliefs. It's so cool. It plays right into a lot of the little shifts that I talk about when people are changing their habits. So a good example is people are changing their postures because they have pain in my office. It starts with awareness. What is it that you're yes. doing with your body on the regular? Then it's like, huh, okay, now let's shift it a little bit. Let's keep practicing. And then you start to feel better. You start to get better. It's like the coolest that this kind of is a, a, a practice that can overlay all sorts of habits, including how you think about things. So, and ultimately, as it turns out, this one is one of the most important ones. So if you have not started thinking about your habits and (laughs) uh, changing them up, get after it. Yes. All right. So great. All right, Kelly, one of the things that um, I want to dig into a little bit is the guests that I've had on the show are usually up to something amazing and they are pretty successful at what they do. And I'm always intrigued to know what these amazing and successful people are doing for their own personal growth as I'm sure are my listeners. And you, of course, are no exception to this. You are amazing and successful. And I would love it if you would share with my listeners what habit or routine are you currently working on improving in your life? Yeah, so one of the things I'm trying to be more intentional about is preparing more homemade meals, which sounds silly and simple, but it's been challenging for me. Um, My boyfriend is a chef, so we tend to eat out or... Sometimes he's not home for dinner. So I feel like I sometimes just don't prioritize like planning ahead. Like it sounds so silly, but it's like, I just really need to invest energy in like going to the grocery store, making sure I have the right ingredients, like taking the time to like plan ahead. I tend to be like, I'm hungry. I want to eat. 
And Steve, oh, my boyfriend always makes fun of me because he's like, okay, I know you're not hungry now, but you're going to be hungry later. So like, <laughs> what do you want to eat? Like, let's think about what we want to eat now for later. And I don't know why that tends to be one of the things that I really struggle with. Also, because I feel like as a dancer and uh, just, you know, like even back to like my childhood, I remember like food always used to be like, just like eat quick and then go to dance or like you get home from school, eat, go to dance. It was like always sort of this like passing through thing. So I'm working on like making my meal times really intentional and yeah, just like planned. I like that. It's got a lot of layers and it's cool that you're working on that. So do you have yeah. a go-to? What have you, what's your, one of your favorites that you've been preparing at home? Well, so whole foods sells like frozen salmon. So that's one of the things I've really perfected. Like I can make an amazing salad with salmon, <laughs> like skin, extra crispy. Like, I, I don't know when I try to cook, I do pretty well, All right. but it's still not part of my self-concept. So yeah. So grilled, like pan seared salmon that I finish in the oven has become one of my specialties. Oh, I'm coming to New York city and you're going to make me salmon and salad just because John's not a big fan of salmon. So it oh. might be worth the worth the trip to New York city. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It is pretty good. So definitely come. Amazing. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. All right. Now it's time for a segment where we share what we are into lately. In many episodes in the past, you heard Jenny and I talk with each other about what podcasts we've been listening to or what books we've been reading or what random internet hilarity we have found. And we feel like you might find it fun too. We share something that we are loving, that we find useful or practical, or just something that is pure frivolity and fun. Now, Kelly played this game with me the last time she was here, and I'm curious to hear what she is into now. Now, I've sprung this on her, so I'll go first so she has a little more time to think about her answer. So uh, <laughs> what I'm into lately, um, at one of my goals for 2021 is to read 40 books, and I'm past 20, so I'm past the halfway mark, but the one that I've just started reading is um, a book that, again, allows me to scratch that itch of why I am the way I am and why I do the things I do, and it's called The Road Back to You, an Enneagram Journey to Self-Discovery by Ian Morgan Crone and Suzanne uh, Stabile. Um, so Jenny and I talked about a little bit about the Enneagram way back in episode 73. And just a quick reminder, if that's something that is new to you, the Enneagram is a very old personality typing framework that can give you some interesting insights into yourself and to others in your life. So I find it fascinating. And this book is a great read to sort of help increase my understanding of the Enneagram and just kind of get a reminder. Um, and so it's pretty fantastic. And I love it. Kelly, do you know about the Enneagram? Have you like experimented or looked at it at all? I feel like I have, but I would have to go back and look and see what I am because I also suspect that I've changed a lot since that, since I first took it. Like, oh, so cool. I can't even remember what I, I, yeah. I genuinely can't remember what I was. So there's nine types. And again, it, it's a hard, sometimes hard to know. It took me a while to figure out which, which type I am. And I'm still not hundred percent certain, which is part of the reason why reading the book again. And maybe you're right. Maybe as we change and grow things shift and you can kind of shift types. I don't know if that's real. I'll have to see what the book tells me. I'm only about halfway in. <laughs> Amazing. Um, all right. So, um, I'll put a link in the show notes to that. And, uh, Kelly, what are you into lately? Hmm. What am I into lately? I mean, I feel like I kind of already shared one thing that like, I've just been really reminding myself that I literally can create anything I want. So I've been playing around with this in small ways, like just remembering that I can 
have perfect timing with the subways or that people can be really nice to me all the time. Like that's something I, a belief I'm creating is that people love being nice to me. And like, I get amazing things in my life. So that's been something that I've been playing with, but this is sort of more of a, a concept, but something I've really been pushing myself on is just remembering that even I sometimes avoid things for the discomfort, right? Like in my business, in my life. And I've been just investigating the ways in which I'm avoiding doing things because they feel scary. So even as a coach that's like experienced and has clients, sometimes putting myself back out there and like doing consults or like sharing what I'm up to can still feel scary. Right. And like, so I'm not, I'm still human. I'm not like, not, I'm not able to like bypass this magically, but I think it's fun to just be like, Oh, where is that still sort of showing up in my life and my business? And how can I lean into the discomfort and be like super willing to just feel it all. That's something I've been like exploring more this past week or so. Oh, I love it. Oh, see, ladies and gentlemen listening, this is part of the reason why I like hanging out with Kelly on the regular. She's got some cool thoughts and I'm listening and I hope you are too. Um, That said, if someone who is listening is intrigued by the idea of life coaching in general, and they would like to know more about it, or they would like to learn more about working with you specifically, what is the best way for them to reach out to you? Yeah. So the best way to get in touch is through kellyyoungmanwellness.com. That's Kelly with an I. Um, that's my website. If you go to kellyyoungmanwellness.com forward slash launch, you can just schedule a call with me. We can hop on a call. You can explore sort of what you're wanting to create in your life and we can help you get there. Absolutely. And also I'm sure some people will be curious to know where they can find you and say hi on the socials. So what's the best place for them to find you on the socials? Of course. So my Instagram handle is at Kelly Youngman wellness. Amazing. All right. And I also would love to give you one more opportunity to leave us with some words of wisdom. Is there anything else that you feel like is on your heart or your mind right now that you would love my listeners to hear? There is literally nothing that you cannot be, do, or have. Like, I just know that to be a fact. So like, if there is something you want in your life, whatever it is, the dream vacation, the job, the relationship, like literally anything you want, you can absolutely have it. All it starts with is you believing that it's possible. Like that's literally all it takes. I've seen it time and time again. You just get to be whoever you want to be in this life. And if you're waiting to find it, like, come talk to me. We're going to get you there because there's literally no reason why you cannot have the things you want. All right. Amazing. And that's it for this episode of the improvement project. Thank you so much to my special guest and my coach, Kelly Youngman, for being here today and sharing so much goodness. For questions or comments, send an email to the improvement project at drpeggymalone.com. You can come and say hi on the socials. I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. And you can always get my attention by using the hashtag the improvement project. As usual, you'll find all the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at theimprovementproject.com. If this episode was helpful at all for you, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. This is the number one way that new listeners find this podcast. So if you found it helpful or entertaining, pass it on. We also have a Facebook group. Search for The Improvement Project on Facebook to join our community. Until next time, my friends, stay focused and get after it.